Welcome, you're listening to the Spa Business Mastery Podcast, a place for team and solo spa owners to learn how to scale their business growth and impact by implementing thriving systems and strong leadership. Hi, my name is Kirsten Foss, and over the past 25 years, I've been an esthetician, spa owner, and business and marketing strategist to help you plant the seeds of success needed to cultivate a truly bountiful spa business. So today's topic isn't about marketing, it is about solo spa owners and if you know and when you should know when you're ready to hire. Um, I know that so many in our industry start as solos because it's actually a really great way to get started uh, in terms of being an entrepreneur, kind of cutting your teeth on your leadership. But there's also this... um, there's this feeling I, I notice in our industry that at a certain part of a solo's career, they start feeling like they should take the next step in their business in terms of growth. And they f- often look at hiring team members as a way for that kind of growth to happen. Now, it's so important at this stage, if you're at this point in your career as a solo spa owner, to make sure that you are truly ready to be um, an employer. Because not only is it a big step to move in from solo to team, it's a huge step. It's a huge step because when you move over to this model, it definitely complicates your business exponentially. And as you add more people, it does, it gets complicated. It's just, that's the way it goes for business. As we grow, as we add these new growth initiatives, our business does become more complicated. And what it actually needs is systems inside of your business to, to uncomplicate as many parts as possible. So I'm not really talking about systems and kind of like a, a recruiting and hiring system here. What I really want to talk about is, um, you know, what are the things that you as a solo spa owner should be looking at in your business right now to determine whether or not you are ready to hire? Because um, once you're in that position of being an employer and with your spa business, sometimes, well, I'm going to, I'll scratch that. A lot of times uh, spa owners realize, holy smokes, this is way this is a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. So that's why I want to make sure you know what you're getting into before you take that step. Um, Because that step is expensive. That step is uh, very time consuming. And that step takes a lot of mental bandwidth from you. So you want to make sure that that decision is the right decision. And so today's conversation is about how do you know it's the right decision to use use a team as a growth initiative. So the first thing I want to preface with is like, are you really, really sure you want a team and need a team? So the reason why I ask this is that it it is a long-term growth strategy, hiring, having team members. Um, Unfortunately, because of our industry doesn't have a lot of experience as entrepreneurs, this is where a lot of solo spa owners make a huge mistake in terms of finances and and time uh, just because it is so time consuming so you want to make sure that you really understand that it's this is not a situation where and i hear this a lot in facebook groups 
um, where they, you know, the conversation goes, I'm really, really busy. I can't keep up, keep up with the workload. I've got new people wanting in all the time and I have to keep turning them away. So I'm thinking about hiring uh, an esthetician to come on to take my overflow. It sounds like that would be simple, but it's just, it's simply not good enough just to hire any kind of esthetician. Um, there's a lot that goes into recruiting and hiring beforehand. You know, what are your values? What, what kind of niche are you in? Does it require specialty training on top of a basic aesthetics license and training? Um, so, you know, you've got to find the right person. It can't be just any person. And I know that spa owners, many will tell you that they've gone through, you know, it's a lot of high turnover in terms of team members when they have not been clear about the kind of person that they need and want to attract into their business. Um, the other piece about this is that are you ready to uh, up level your leadership skills and your business skills? Because my friend, you know, what got you here won't get you there and you will absolutely need to take uh, very conscious action in terms of your own leadership um, to make sure that, to be able to kind of go through this uh, process in a strong way, not just kind of feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm a hot mess now, even more so than I was before. All right, so now I want to, uh, I've got four points here I wanna share with you about how you know if you're ready to hire as a solo. So the first thing that you need to determine is if, like how booked actually are you? Now, a lot of spa software um, that spas are using, sorry, I'm gonna, back that up, a lot of software that spas are using are not spa-specific software. And while it is cheaper than spa-specific um, software, you're missing a lot of features. And those features are your spa business metrics. So one of the key pieces that we need to look at in terms of hiring, and this is for any spa, if you're a spa team um, and you're, you already have a team and you're trying to figure out how do I know when I need to hire next, or for solos who are just kind of starting this process. So you need to be at least 80% booked on your schedule, um, 80 to 85%. Uh, if you are a solo esthetician and you've been you know, doing really well and you've booked out a couple of months, you're probably already at 80 to 85, maybe even 90% if you're not giving yourself enough time for lunch breaks. So yes, you are ready to hire somebody. You've got the flow of clients coming in. However, that is not the only uh, benchmark to look at to know if you're ready to hire. Number two, are you ready to step out of the treatment room more? Now, this is a really big one for a lot of solo owners that shifted into teams. Um, I just spoke actually with a spa owner the other day about this, that she's got, I don't know how she's doing it, um, but she's got two locations and which adds, you know, exponential complications to it. And she's still in the treatment room pretty much full time. So what that does is it, it kneecaps you in terms of your leadership and being able to guide and support your new team members. If you're in the treatment room the whole time uh, throughout the day, um, how, how are you going to watch that, that new team member when they're just learning? It's impossible. You can't be in multiple places at the same time. And if you are trying to do that, I guarantee you are feeling very scattered and not really loving your business that much. So do know that you will have to step out of the treatment room, um, not only just 
to kind of train it on board and train this new person, but you'll need to be out on a consistent basis because you are, you, you are now managing more things in your business and you have to be able to have eyeballs on it. Um, number three, <laughs> can you actually afford a new team member? This is a huge one. Sometimes as spa owners, you know, we, and if we're not really looking at our metrics properly, we kind of get this, the impression that we're really busy and, um, you know, there's lots of money coming in and, and that kind of thing. But have you actually looked at your metrics and your cash flow? Can you actually afford to bring on a new person? Can you afford to bring on that person and carry their labor costs while they build their business, while they build that, that their list and their client list? Um, most spa owners are getting into this employment situation, not really recognizing that they're, they will need to kind of financially support this person during training and at least for the first six months until they can get more clients on the books for themselves. Uh, a really great little tip if you are thinking about hiring and want to prepare yourself financially, uh, start you know, figure out what you would pay that person and just start putting that money aside um, in, a, in a separate savings account to just allow you to get used to that cash flow of having to pay somebody in labor costs. Okay, number four, um, the other thing that you, um, you know, as far as how you know if you're ready to develop a spa team as a solo, if you are considering uh, when you retire, uh, that you want to sell your business as a solo practitioner, you don't really have anything to sell because you are the service provider. Um, and when you leave, you're, you're the magic of it. So the difference is, is when you sell a business that has a team and if it's a team that has, um, if it's a well-run team, if it's got a good team culture, um, if there's lots of great systems that run the business and keep it flowing steady, you will have a much easier time selling your business when you want to retire. Or maybe, you know, whether you're like thinking about retiring as far as the end of your career at 60 or whatever, or maybe you're just ready to get out of the, the industry at some point, you want to have a business that you and you want to have a business that you can sell, not just walk away from, then yes, you want to develop and grow a team. However, we need to circle back to those, you know, what I asked you at the very beginning is like, you know, are you willing to put to up level your leadership skills and your business skills? Um, are you willing to be out of the treatment room more often? So I'm not selling, I'm not saying that, yeah, build a team so that you can sell your business. It's just something to consider um, when you are thinking about developing a team if you haven't started already. And it's, you know, it's okay as well if you want to stay solo. Oh my gosh, you know, you can have a really, really wonderful long-term lucrative career as a solo practitioner and, you know, work with your financial advisor to put money away so that you have some sort of retirement savings. Um, and that because you can still try to sell your client list, but quite frankly, um, what you're selling is goodwill because you don't know whether those clients will actually go to that service, that new owner or service provider anyways. So it's a big decision to make if you are solo and you're thinking about moving into a team, please do not make this decision rash <laughs> in a rash way. Um, do your budgeting, 
figure out what you would it would cost you to have this new team member and in the scenario that they don't have a lot of clients um, and that you'll need to support them through that time. Um, at least you'll have, uh, you know, kind of something to look at, a general budget about how much you need uh, in terms of your monthly cash flow to be able to have and hire an another esthetician. So, you know, having a team, growing a team, it's definitely a long-term growth strategy. You do not have to choose this path if you are a solo. It's just another way of doing things, but you wanna go into this kind of business model with your eyes wide open and knowing exactly what to expect because there's gonna be enough uncertainty um, with you know moving into a team model. So you basically wanna try to get your ducks in a row as much as possible um, so that it is easier for you once you do have that, that start that recruiting, uh, hiring, and then training process. So if you are a solo spot owner and you are getting ready to hire, if you've done kind of some of this pre-work and feel really good about this is the next step for you, uh, but you don't really know kind of what, <laughs> what you need to do to kind of set up things in terms of team systems, um, you're definitely going to need some manuals. Uh, you're going to need a team handbook. You're going to need an operations manual that outlines all the protocols. Um, and so those are resources that I have and I sell those kinds of documents uh, just singly if you want to have them. Um, you can customize them yourself. I also have a spa manager manual. For those of you that already have a team and you need some support and, and direction with your leadership. Um, and if you know that you want somebody to kind of help you walk with you through this process of building a team from a solo, then absolutely contact me. That's what I do. I've, I work with both teams and solos because they've got two different business models that need different strategies with them. Um, but why reinvent the wheel? <laughs> uh, if you don't have to reinvent the wheel as a new uh, employer, then that's what that's what I'm here for. So reach out and you can give me a DM or you can send me an email at Kirsten Foss, Kirsten at KirstenFoss.com. Okay, that's it for me. I'm heading into some training for myself. Ma Dealey and I are working on a launch certification and uh, my class is running. She's in there right now and I gotta get in there too. All right, take care and we'll see you on our next Spa Business Mastery Podcast. <laughs>